I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. <laughs> I'm just Italian. What do you want from me? I kiss everybody. I mean, come on. I'm just Italian. I'm just Italian. What do you want from me? I kiss everybody. I mean, come on. Happening, everyone. Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight is the Colin Show, and we've got Reinhardt. What's up? Not much. Uh, just slammed some eggs and a steak after nice. workout day today, and ready to have some fun. Nice. Much better than a spike protein shake. Yes. yes. Much better. Yes. Also joining us this evening, Dogbot. Hello, sir. How are you doing? How, how was the, you know... I like that song, the Ode to Caligula. Yes, the Ode to Caligula. Yes, you like that. That was good. Thanks a lot, of Hook, for hooking that up again. Hook from. Well, I think that was. I think that was Eric. Eric that was Eric uh, Heathnat. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that whatever. Whoever, one of those guys from Metal Up Your Fash sent that over. Dogbot asked for it, and uh, there you go. You got it. They asked for the clip of me doing the Cuomo. There you go. You got it, folks. Also joining us this evening, uh, probably not going to need to take many notes because we're going to be doing a call-in show. Jack the Intern, what up, kid? I really enjoyed the uh, the old intro. I know. comfy. I know. Brings back the comfy memories, doesn't it? Yep. yep. That was nice. Yeah. I figured it being Friday the 13th, and since we're doing this call-in thing, that we would go ahead and do uh, the old intro. Yeah, so we got a couple of... Just wanted to call in and listen. We got a couple of those. Okay, fine. Fine. We won't take your calls. You'll just sit there and listen. Oh, we had a coming. Oh, that was you, Reinhardt. We were testing it this this morning earlier. So, yeah. We usually do a shit posting show on Friday the 13th. So, we're going to kind of combine the shit posting with live callers. What do you guys think? I think it's perfect. Shit posting uh, with friends. It's got to go longer than 38 minutes. Right. 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 So, well, we'll go longer than 38 minutes for sure. I mean, it's going to be an entire show. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on anyways in the world of spoop. Um, a, lot of crazy, a lot of crazy shit happening. A lot of paranormies clout coin deposited. 
cloud coin. I hate that phrase, but we a lot of paranormies was right again and again and again happening today. This is kind of like I feel like this is kind of the ending of Indiana Jones where they uh, they take the ark, put it in a box, and they just shove it away in the gigantic warehouse. Now it's, it's just yet more proof just being wheeled away into the back room. <laughs> the paranormies were right warehouse. Yes. I'll take it. I'll take it. Start it off with a jar. Uh, we have a container yard now, right? <laughs> yes, we have a shipping container yard the size of the Port of Oakland. <laughs> so. Well, now that they shut down that port in China after like one COVID case, you know, now oh, we're yeah. depositing everything there. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be some Nationalist Inquirer type stuff. But yeah, definitely, dude, there's a lot of... We missed. We we always end up missing quite a bit on the news show because we don't do a daily news show, and there's so much uh, news going on that is paranormies related. You know, we 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 do have a lot of COVID stuff going on, a lot of uh, toxin news going on. Um, we've got Chet Hanks, Mister White Boy Summer, um, doubling down on not taking the vaccine. What do you guys think about that? Him and his big Illuminati tattoo have an ass. Yeah, I mean that. Obviously that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the double reverse? I don't know. He's got kid rapists all over his face. Or was he raped as a kid? Probably both. Why not Porquino Los Dos? Yeah. I mean, he is Tom Hanks' son, so. Yeah. Hanks with an X. Yes. (laughs) That's so off-putting, the Hanks with an X. His his uh, Instagram sign-off thing. I'm Hanks just, I, with an X. It's that's how it like whenever just, he whenever he does an Instagram post, like he'll handwrite something, and then he'll like type it out. And it's like found these shoes at the park today. Hanks, H A N X. Oh God, his tattoos are a mixture of just like very very douchey bro. And 100% Illuminati and super symbolism. And, and super cringe. Very, very cringe. Like, here's so, a picture. So if it's 100% Illuminati, then it, there can't be any percentage left for the other thing that you mentioned. Well, they are pretty... I mean, Illuminati is pretty douchey. Oh, okay. All right, Captain Well, like, have you ever seen... Have you ever, have you ever seen, like, the skateboard uh, shops? Like, skate shops around the mall... And they've all got like the Illuminati all seeing eye and it's Yeah, do you see his mastectomy scars? Ugh. Well, the cope I've been given is that uh the people who do that artwork is they are so uneducated that they just see it as symbolism for money because it's on the back of the dollar. Huh. Wow. That's that... the cope that's the cope I've been given for I mean, he's got the caduceus, some bullet holes. Um, Are those bullet holes or three suns? Maybe three suns. Maybe three stars. Who knows? He's got the laurel wreath. Yep. I can't tell what's on the right or left arm. It looks like, like a Jesus thing, but an A. Lamau head. Um, Mother Mary. It's Mother Mary. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. Ethiopian Mother Mary. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Goddess. Okay. There you go. Yep. Very FTM looking though. Yeah, you brought up the mastectomy scars. <laughs> yeah, those 
Those scars are weird looking. Those yeah. look like straight up mastectomy scars. Yeah. Kind of like Ryan Gosling's. Yes, exactly. Ryan Gosling, yeah. everybody's favorite jacket wearing weirdo. Wearer. Jacket wearer, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? What is what, what else protector. is he known for? Being sad. Yeah. Crying <laughs> at holograms. Yes. I don't know. He, he might. Apparently, he was on an old episode of Goosebumps. Oh, Goosebumps! <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you know, guys, because we are doing a call-in show, so let's take a call. Yeah, that? let's take a call. We have Eric from Medilodge Dispatch Music. Period. So, let's see what that is. Eric. Hello. Hello, sir. Thank you for playing my song at the start of the show. Oh, that was yours right on, dude. Thanks for making it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, Hook. I figured I gotta get out there. No, it wasn't Hook. It was me. Right on. <laughs> I apologize for misgendering you there. Misnaming. Man, we have the trifecta of metal up your fash hosts. I know. Well, right? Eric, you're live with the Paranormies. That's right. <laughs> gotta love how... Uh, text-to-speech totally butchered what I said, but that's cool. Right. It's So it's Eric from Metal Up Your Fash. <laughs> right? And I had a music conspiracy theory that I've never heard anyone talk about. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, man. It's, uh, it's about the Skinnerd plane crash. Okay. Because I think that the plane crash was a way to get them off the road, build up a an urban legend, and then come back even bigger than they were. And that's honestly what they've done since they've come back in the late 80s. They've just grown and become way, way bigger, just even though maybe their stuff they put out since hasn't been popular, hmm. those old songs have become more popular than they were in the 70s. Well, the old songs are played perpetually in you know what is it ad nauseum ad infinitum on uh job site radio stations everywhere right this is the cornerstone of uh southern country classic rock every every classic rock station that has the same two djs the same two 60 year old white dudes that tell the same dick and fart jokes you know yeah back to back with a ccr song yes generally you know yes Sure. This, yeah. yes, 1077 WCCC, The Rock. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, so you're saying that. So who died? Who, who died in the plane crash? Ronnie Van Zant, who is the vocalist and pretty much the face of the band, was, was killed along with their new guitar player and his sister. And his sister, who was a backup vocalist, okay. were killed in the plane crash. And the interesting thing is you look at the first three albums that they put out and they were just straight up party rock music, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the album that they put out, they, um, the guy Ed King who wrote Sweet Home Alabama and all that stuff left after the third album. And they had had some issues with their managers. 
or with their management, which, shocker, which band in the 70s didn't have issues with a uh, Jewish manager. Um, but he puts out an album, which has been my favorite since I was a kid, called Give Me Back My Bullets, which Bullets was a reference to royalties for how much their songs were being played on the radio, album sales, everything. Like, they were getting completely screwed by their management. So they put out Give Me Back My Bullets, which has that track, the, the title track on it, which covers, which talks about that as well. That, but they have a song on there, which I feel like might be kind of an interesting um, look at the... It might be interesting to take a look at the lyrics of this song, because it's a... It's a um, seems very anti-Semitic, um, even though it's very... It's worded in a way that it's not obvious because he never was straight up, except for on this album, straight up with what he was trying to say. He was a very angry guy on this album. Did we lose him? No, I'm right here. You still there? Eric? Hello? Uh-oh. Uh, we lost Eric. We lost Eric. Um, what do you guys think of that theory? Dobot? Um, I don't really know shit about Leonard Skinner. I don't either. That's why I was hoping Eric was going to finish that story. Damn it, we lost Eric. Eric, are you there, sir? Did you drive through a tunnel? All right, I'm going to put him back in the key. <laughs> Listen, people, we need you to be calling from landlines. It's sitting about this uh, spotty cell phone service that's making it very difficult for the radio program. Right. Right. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple. Uh, uh-oh. All right. And we're recording. And back on the thing. And Am I, am I here? Yeah, Can you here. hear me? Yes. Yes. Eric, right. are you still there, Eric? All right, cool. I don't know what happened. Awesome. We all we all got separated. Okay, so go back to the Yeah, I was we were rambling about uh Learn Skinner, but we were interested in it. So so what was the what was the main we're trying to summarize this really quickly. What was the main point of the conspiracy? The main point of the conspiracy was I think taking them off the road, building up an urban legend about the band, and then making way more money later on with the surviving members of the band. What was the urban legend that they that just that they died in the aircraft crash? Well, it was just the legend of a plane crash. I mean, my dad talks about it all the time. He was going to go see them when they were coming to town, probably three weeks after when the plane crash happened. And it's just one of those things that people were like, yeah, I remember hearing about it on the radio. And hmm. you hear the urban legend of the the drummer running two miles to a farm to get someone help. And he ends up getting shot by the guy because the guy thinks he's just some crazy drug head running through his yard. Like it's, it's I mean, I mean, he's not one quite he wasn't quite 100 percent wrong. No, definitely not. Especially if you read the stories with those guys. I mean, they wrote songs about that shit, too. Right, right. Um, one thing that I did hear 
because I don't know much about Leonard Skinner, but one thing I did hear about uh, was it Ronnie Van Sant or his brother? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So one thing I heard about Ronnie was that he mentioned a lot that he was he thought he was going to die before he hit thirty. Um, a lot of people, his father, bandmates, uh, they all said that he had talked about that. It's like he he just knew that he was going to die before he was thirty, and. Um, and one thing that I just looked up and I just read that was interesting, he called himself a Mississippi boy uh, not not long, kind of later on in his career towards his death, uh, even though he had quite literally no connection to the state of Mississippi. I think he was from Florida. Um, you think that could be part of this this whole urban legend thing, just builds up some mystery around him? This personality? I shocked by that. I mean... I wouldn't be shocked if they got to some of the members or even family members to just kind of shut them up a little bit. You guys are going to make a boatload of money with this. I, I, I mean, I don't know how it works in the music business, but y'all, there's enough weird oh. shit going on with, within the music business that it wouldn't shock me that if they paid them millions of dollars up front and then they're like, you're going to make, them, you're going to make boatloads of money later on. We're just going to keep pushing the story out. They do it all the time with rappers. They do, they do it all the time with rappers. Like a rapper gets shot and killed, and all of a sudden his his uh, his two albums go platinum and whatever. That's a it's a tactic they use a lot um, with a death or an accident or something. It's just it's marketing really more than anything else. I don't think it's like any like major spoopy conspiracy though. Honestly, it's just some yeah. I mean Jewish I mean, marketing. Uh, Old, old Dirty Bastard died, and he didn't even get, like, an airbrush t-shirt. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. I've seen... Nobody's, no, everybody's wearing airbrush t-shirts of Tupac or Biggie. Ain't nobody wearing uh, ODB. You... Okay, you were not in Connecticut around the time that he died. Or in New York. Yeah, there was a lot of ODB airbrush tees. And jean jackets. <laughs> Lots of them. And jean jackets? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The Nowadays, jean jacket. You see the airbrush tees, like, ironically. Well, yeah. But, like, you know, now it's like every time somebody dies, every time, like, a thug dies, they got to have the white tee with the, uh, the mural of, the, of the, the dead Negro on the front. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Yes. There is an amazing lightning storm going on outside my house right now, just so you guys know. You must be getting what we got yesterday. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we're supposed horrible to. Ra- What's that? We got some horrible weather yesterday with hail and what could have been tornadic weather had it not blown through so fast. Yeah, that it looks like that might be it. So if my internet crashes and everything dies, you know what happened. All right. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's anything other than uh, little Jewish, little Jewish uh, marketing magic, really. No real big conspiracy there, to be quite honest with you, fam. Yeah, it's just one of those things that, one of those many things that lay in there staring at the ceiling at night. You go, man, what? <laughs> All this stuff has gone on, and it's, it's why I don't get much sleep anymore. But uh, you got to get some I sleep if that's what you're thinking about. I'm sorry, dude. If that's what you're thinking about, you gotta. Well, I you think about. Yeah. I think about a little bit of everything, <laughs> like especially after I've been going back and listening to old episodes of the Paranormies, and just like, oh crap, I forgot about that. And then I'm laying in bed thinking about whatever the topic was, 
and I'm just like, oh no, I'm never going to get to bed now. Oh. I'm just stuck on. Yeah, it could be anything really. I just, I get lost in everything like that. <laughs> just, I'm so interested in it. Right on, man. I'm I'm glad I hate my voice, so I never go back and re-listen. So. Same. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't listen to Metal After Fash. I don't talk that much on there anyway with fucking Jub just talking over me all the time, but uh, it's hard for me to go back and listen to my voice. Yeah. Man, shots fired at Jubs. <laughs> not here to defend themselves. Themselves? Uh, it'll be okay. Why are you, what is with the themselves? Yeah. Like, Jubs is one person, okay. right? Uh, Themself. Yeah. Itself. <laughs> What are you doing right now, Dogbot? <laughs> All right, Eric. We're gonna we're gonna get this to some other calls, bro. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much for the quick turnaround on that music spot. Yeah, that's no good worries, stuff. guys. And if I didn't get around to maybe doing a version of the intro like uh folks working on it, Wolver did, I'll send it uh to either Reinhardt or uh Dogbot and let them check it out. Right on. Or you could Sounds just send good. it. Or you could also send it to me. You know, I I know the guy that you, you might need yeah, to get it to. Good. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Thanks okay. for calling. All right. Later. The Metal Up Your Fresh guys are awesome. Yes, they yeah. are. Hell yeah. I had I had fun doing a Pantera episode with them. Hell yeah. All right, we got more callers. Uh, we got oh my goodness, we have one, two, three, four. We have four callers. All right, let's take this one. This is our, we're not going to take Jake. Jake and James are just listening. Uh, this is this is Ladle. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but maybe Ladle. 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 <laughs> That's what I thought of. I know, right? Of course you did. SpongeBob. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Hello, sir. What's up? All right. Nate Nate Hill, by the way, from the chat. Oh, Nate oh, Hill, nice. not Ladle. Oh, okay. the guy that... <laughs> no, no. I mean, you can call me that if you want, but... No, I'm good, dude. No, no. I'm not calling the dude Ladle. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't calling no man delicious. I'm calling about ARG. Yes, alternative reality games. What so about should it? Should I just go or... Yes, go right ahead. Yep. Yes, go, go. All right. So I was... I was sitting up late at night the other day uh just going back and watching uh january 6th footage i forget who was talking about it but i felt like re-watching it and yeah you know, i watch a lot of you know spooky youtube videos and all that and the january 6th footage kind of set off a feeling in the back of my head like like i'd seen this somewhere before and eventually it, it hit me it felt exactly like watching those alternate reality game videos on YouTube where people are trying to break down some big mystery and all that. So I started thinking about it and, uh, it wouldn't really be that hard for them to pull off at all. You got like these up and coming, like, uh, I guess you would call them like actors or uh, the people who make the weird videos. You know what I mean? Sure. All the feds would have to do is take some, take some of that money that they put in their, their shell companies, go into like a, a New York art club and pick them up. And now all of a sudden you got some way to make up 
a deadly virus or an insurrection or and if you put down exactly what you guys like to call conspiracy candy people will eat this up and not even really question if it's just flat out fake so i guess it's not that big of a revelation that things could be fake and obviously look where we are but the alternate reality game what would you call it like a uh viewpoint on it might actually help a lot of people conceptualize how these things are faked and maybe even stop falling for it entirely if you, if you uh, could somehow trace it back. Well, I think that was one of the theories about QAnon when it first started was not that it was, you know, this uh, demonic deception or, or, you know, Jewish deception uh, that was stemming out of, you know, 1920s Bolshevik instruction manuals but that it was an arg uh that it was something well that had come why not both yeah could be i mean why not both you're right um that was but that was definitely one of the theories uh, for a long time and probably still is as well i know a lot of people have you know come to realize just how dangerous it can be um but i think uh, to what you were saying that it might help people kind of understand and and see past it it could, but we've also seen with QAnon that some people aren't going to see past it. Most people aren't uh, going to see past that lie. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. I think it's it's so perfectly but, orchestrated at this point. Well, yeah. But I mean, we've been able to red pull people on things about other Jewish tricks in the past more than they would they would have been if. We didn't. So, that is well, true. I Big know, steps. I it up. We, we keep trying to red pill people about the Jewish trick of pornography being a weapon, and it seems to be very hard for most people to uh, stop. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and the tranny question. Always that. Well, well, that was all I had. Right on. Well, thank you for calling. Um, I believe that the ARG theory is plausible. Um, that, that kind of plays a little bit into the hyper-reality theories as well. I mean, the hyper-reality stuff yeah. is mind-numbing <laughs> when you start trying to wrap your head around it. Cause it's, yeah. 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 You, you just got to do the complete radical skepticism, you know, and just let go. Uh-huh. Just got to let go. Pretty much. I mean, you don't you don't need drugs or, or alcohol or anything to really understand it. You just need a a lot of radical skepticism and a room that you can stay in alone for a little while <laughs> and and just think. Yeah. If everything is hyper real and everything is, you know, seamlessly blended together in your mind, then just do it all in your mind. Don't do anything physically with your body. <laughs> right. Do it all <laughs> in Minecraft. All of it in Minecraft. <laughs> Yes, Minecraft. All of it in Minecraft. That's right. I had Lawnmower Man vibes listening to Reinhardt. <laughs> Lawnmower Man vibes, really? With your body. All right. Let's uh, let's take a couple more calls. This is Clarkwist. According to this this uh, computer thing. Hello. Hey guys, pleasure to talk to you. What's happening? Clarkwist? Did I get that right? Clark. 
Clark? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're Clark. Okay, cool. What's up, man? Um, yeah, it, it, the computer translator really sucks on this call in studio thing. So what's happening, man? Yeah. How is AI going to take over the world if it can't even translate, uh, English to English, right? <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's too busy making racist drag queen porn. <laughs> no, it's the planned obsolescence that they give the public. Yeah. Love the show guys. Uh, been listening Every night, I'm uh, headed to bed and falling asleep. Uh, great, great chill, red-pilled stuff. And I like it because it's not black-filled like some other folks have gotten. And, um, I'm usually awoken at, at the break with the sometimes aggressive music choice, but <laughs> um, that's okay. I just turn the volume down and, and go back to sleep. Nice. But love the show. Um, you guys do a great job. Um Wanted to see if you guys had looked into the theory that the the end time stuff that evangelicals um, talk about today, which I was one myself, went to uh, like a fundamentalist Christian college um, and and school. Um, anyway, the idea that the end times written in the Bible happened in 70 A.D. with with the fall of Jerusalem. Um, so stuff in Matthew 24, um, with the earthquakes and famine and wars, and then of course also Revelation, um, which would be uh, anyway the theory states that that stuff happened in 70 AD with with the fall of Jerusalem and all the terrible stuff that was going on at that time. Yeah. So what you're talking about is a view called preterism, and it's actually been making its way I, it's been making its way through circles recently with all the phantom time and hidden history stuff people are really wondering if uh if all of this hasn't happened already and let's say we've already lived in the millennium reign now we're living in you know the, the age of satan um as far as preterism objectively goes it's not it has no basis in scripture really um that's definitely a fundamentalist, uh, like Zionist, even Christian ideal. Um, one of the big things about it, they always say that you know Nero was the Antichrist, uh, but Nero never did anything that the Antichrist is uh, described as doing. Never stood on the Temple Mount, declared himself God, or anything like that. Um, the time of seventy A.D., the tribulation that you know, Israel endured at that point, it was not unlike anything that happened before. And much worse things have happened since. Uh, none of the signs that were supposed to take place are recorded as happening. None of the celestial events, uh, anything like that. Um, some people believe Jesus already came down in 70 AD, pouring wrath out. But that, again, never really happened. And people like to say, and Johnny, you and I have talked a lot about you know, what if all of this was written down? We just can't find it. What if it's hidden from us, right? Right. But then, but then that's the whole thing: is it's it's not hidden from us. The hidden stuff is the stuff that we're not supposed to find because you know God doesn't hide stuff. Right. Yeah. God doesn't need to hide anything, and more to the point, He wouldn't hide something as huge as the millennial reign already occurring. He wouldn't hide the, the events of Revelation already happening uh, because that is intrinsic to the story of 
the gospel to the redemption of Adam and Adamic mankind, which is us. Um, he wouldn't hide anything having to do with Jesus. That's that's the roadmap of our salvation right there and the ultimate victory over these evil bastards. <laughs> so preterism is, in my opinion, very dangerous for people to fall into. It's very easy to fall into when you get into the phantom time stuff. Um, but I would say that you know, if you do study it, just be careful. Um, really go into the scripture and really look at uh, what scholars are saying on why it's not credible. Uh, Dr. Michael Heiser is a really good resource for that. Well, you're, you know, do yeah, your, do your research, yeah. <clears throat> do your research, don't do the appeal to authority, read all of this stuff. Because, the, I mean, it, it is an interesting theory um, that the, the, the Tartarians disappeared with Christ after the millennium reign, you know. Like that's that's one of the theories that goes along with Tartary, Tartaria and mud flood. That, yeah, uh, that the yeah. that the thousand year that the thousand year reign of Christ had already happened, and uh, you know all those beautiful buildings were built during the thousand year reign of Christ, which is a very uh, very interesting, but also somewhat depressing. Right. Theory, yes. Right. That means that means we're in the time of the adversary, and it sucks. Yeah, you that's know, sucks, and, uh, but and then you you look around at drag queen story hour and all the other fucked up shit going on, and uh, well, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, and you, that's what I'm saying. You you look around and you see the amount of uh, open trannies that there are, and then you look around on the Black Devil mirror and you see how many secret trannies there are. Hint: it's all of them. Um, and you're like, wow. It really is Satan's world. This is really the adversaries. Like, this is everything is inverted. Like, I was talking uh, to somebody yesterday about how, you know, Ben Franklin didn't want the, uh, the bald eagle to be the American bird, right? He wanted it to be the turkey right. because, because the eagle has, like, what, like no moral... St- I forgot what, what he said. It basically, it was like a, a, a shysty, uh shitty bird, basically, more or less. And that the... That the turkey had Jack looked that up. I I sound stupid because I ac- actually had the right quote yesterday. Well, um, well the thing is, is the thing well, is, is well, was, we we well, understand turkeys from the stupid Thanksgiving cartoons and all the other stuff, yeah, right? But like wild well, turkeys back in the day used to be, uh, <laughs> you know, and all you had is the stupid, you know, one shot, one musket, one shot fucking yeah, musket blunderbuss. You know, like, if that's even true, yeah, if that's even true, yeah. And your, that's even true, and your big still. bucket hat with the big buckle on it, because buckles on the hat were all the rage in 1620. Um, but what I was going to say was that the eagle, were dicks. like eagles are like, you know, eagles like a big bully and a scavenger, basically, is what it comes down to. And at the end of the day, that's really what America is, is a big bully and a scavenger. And, you know, Ben Franklin was right. Basically what I was trying to say. Anyway. Um... I'm not. I'm not sold on the preterist thing. I'm not not sold on it either. It's very interesting to me. Um, I know you like Dr. Michael Heiser Reinhardt. Um, I will look into that though. I don't know. It's just. It's really interesting, and the the Tartaria stuff does seem to you know kind of make sense that that beautiful architecture could be created in that sort of a time frame. You know. Well, sure, but you have to look at. You have to look at at least what we're shown. You know, massive wars occurred during these times, reset wars, mm-hmm. um, 
and just because these buildings were built and are objectively beautiful to our eyes, in our opinions, um, you know, that doesn't mean that they were built by, you know, servant people, that they were the reincarnated Jerusalem, you know, the, the new kingdom. Sure. Um, cities themselves, you know, started uh, from kind of a dubious source anyway. Uh, we were never meant to live right on top of each other in these grand man pa- man-made palaces. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the recreated Jerusalem will be much different. The un- unmarred world that will be recreated will be unlike anything we could ever imagine because we can't imagine what it looked like before. Right. Because um, it was just so completely different. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was completely based on a, on another element altogether. So a completely other world. Right. There were, yeah. Yeah, animals, plants, things that I mean, we just can't even fathom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Stuff I, people like might Johnny call said, fantasy. Yes. yes. Like Johnny said, doing your own research is the most important thing. It is good to get perspectives from people who you know do study the different perspectives and have done it for a very long time. But always, always, always do your research. Uh, I would say also walk in prayer, too. And just always keep in mind, you know, we are infallible, or we are not infallible. We can always be wrong. Um, right. Not so, just, much, not so much on this show. Just be open. Yeah. Open to truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. not so much yeah, lately. Just interesting. I actually, I came across the preterism stuff before I, I found you guys. And then, um, you know, on top of what, uh, the different view I was kind of seeing and coming to believe now, actually, you know, you guys introduced me to the Tartaria stuff, and that was kind of mind-blowing. Um, so I actually didn't know any of that before coming across this stuff um, in the Bible. So, anyway, uh, thanks for taking the call. And, lo- again, love the show. Great work, guys. Thanks for the call, man. See you. Have a good night, dude. That's an interesting thought experiment, regardless. Yes, it is. I, I personally, you know, I, I find it to be a very harmful deception, much like uh, Catholicism, Orthodoxy, and, Prot- and Protestantism have all become. We know. Uh, but we know. We saw your voicemail. You know, we do it all. <laughs> uh, we're all searching at this we point. We are, and the thing is, is well, with what we're finding out about the creation of this language that we're speaking right now. Um, we may be way off with a lot of stuff. That is a hint drop. A little bit. A little bit. <sighs> I get more and more excited every time. I know. Did you see Did you see the thing that I found that Skull was all excited about? Yes, bit. I saved it. The nugget wow. that I pulled out of the Ewokanon chat. Look. <laughs> yeah. Look what I found. So yeah, that yeah, I haven't also had a ch- the also the mystery uh, they them uh, mm-hmm. twenty minutes. Uh, That's a good thing one. That he did. I finally got through the whole four hour thing, and Diana being um, Elton John's husband. That's oh, yeah. that's like that's like so perfectly perfect. It it's so. 
like everything about the story makes sense. How Elton John. It's so odd too. Like every, yeah. How Elton John was there at the funeral and like made such a huge deal at the funeral and sang that song that was written specifically for the funeral. And the hus- his husband was at the funeral. So the thing played, you know, Diana was at his own funeral. I wonder how many times they do that. Uh, probably a lot. Though. Yeah, they show up to their own funeral. Probably uh, changes lyrics to his song that he. I'm not saying he was most famous for, but that you know, mm-hmm. the the song the song about Marilyn Monroe, and he changes it to be about Princess Diana. It's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> just for just for this one time, you know. Yeah, because. It's dude, it's amazing when you do the overlay thing. The picture overlay. You can actually do it yourself. And Yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's pretty insane it, how it works. It's almost as solid as Kavanaugh and Blazy Ford. It's equally as solid. Oof. Yeah, that like I, I people do not people do not want to believe the Kavanaugh and Blazy Ford one, right? But they were in the same place at the same angles, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and you could, it, it was so easy to just do proportional, uh, late, you know, photo layovers. Right. And, and, the, and that one, that, that one where like the dimples in the chin and, and like, like the, the, he has like a mole on his cheek and you can see an impression of like a mole, like just underneath Whatever makeup, prosthetics yeah. or makeup they put on, right? You know, it's it, it's and it's almost obvious on purpose, you know, so that you know we the viewer and the conspiracy candy gets dropped, and that's why the people eat it up because they what do you do with candy? You eat it up, and and it causes what diabetes. <laughs> conspiracy candy is bad for you, but it's oh so tasty. Yeah, it'll make your stomach sit. Yeah. Drink some kombucha. <laughs> I, I'm out of kombucha. I've been, I've been drinking the ginger aid one. It's like, it's cool for like the first two or three sips, and then after that, it's like, yeah, I'm really just drinking fizzy apple cider vinegar. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. No, I can't get behind that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Let's take another call. Let's take one more call, and then we can go take a break. How about that? Um, a moment of truth. I'm calling about everything. Oh, Lord. Sounds like it's going to be a long call. I mean, we, we, got, a, we got another hour, so. Mo- wait a minute. 512. Is this? Hello? It, no, I, I'm sorry. I used. I used the absolute wrong name. It's Base Mom. Hi, Base oh Mom. My it was God. Woman of Truth. I recognized the area code. I was like, wait a minute. It's not Moment of Truth. It's Woman of Truth. Hi, Base Mom. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm well. You know, I've been better, but it's okay. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. But hey, listen. It was. I went to a really great, nice party in July, and Johnny was really sorry I didn't get to see you there. That was unfortunate, but I did get to visit with Jack and Magnus, and I really enjoyed that very much. So uh, we we chatted and and uh, sweated buckets 
for a while. And I heard it was hot. Enjoyed our time together. I heard it was very hot. It was very hot. Well, and you know, you know where I'm at. I mean, it's not like hot is a big deal, except there it was like it was like being in a vat of warm jello. It's humid. You know, it was there, that yeah. kind of hot. Yeah, it's but very was, humid. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty unpleasant, but Oof. nonetheless, anyway, yeah, oof is right. <laughs> No, I just wanted to call in, and, and I, I had several things to talk about, but the first of which is, like, you know, somebody has not been posting the shows in the chat that I'm in, and, and so, oh. consequently, I thought you guys were on, like, the summer break, you know? I'm like, well, I guess there'll be a show eventually, you know? <laughs> no, I've missed some of the really great shows you've done lately. I, I finally checked the website, and I was like, oh, I did talk about things that I would want to weigh in on, and... and um Anyway, sorry about that. I'm going to have to go back and have a Paranormies uh, day of pulling stickers in my backyard and listening to your shows all day. Is somebody grounded, Base Mom? Is somebody grounded for not posting the shows? No. Is somebody grounded for not posting the shows? Well, I think, uh, you know, somebody needs to address this, this problem. And, you know, as far as I concerned you're all mature enough to know how to behave and what it is that you're supposed to be doing but for some reason or another you failed wow so we keep getting our allowance i well you know i don't know whose fault that is so you know if anybody wants to you know blame someone please please speak up now so that we can make sure the appropriate person is punished right i'll take the blame for that i'll just make sure what happens what the problem is Okay, so what the problem is, is Threema sucks. And it crashes, like, <laughs> uncontrollably all the time. That's and why I'm, I'm never, never in there. I never that problem. I, I mean, that's because, what, are you still using a flip phone? I mean, I don't understand, because mm. I don't ever have that problem. No, no, I'm not using a flip phone. But, oh, <laughs> using you, Johnny. I um, well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really sorry. To, to hear it's okay. It's just kind of technological difficulties. I know. I will. I will remind myself. I need to remind myself to post it in the three chat some more. Sorry, three chat people. We're well, we haven't been neglecting you. I'm just. All right, we have. Johnny, Johnny, you have an intern. I mean, what is his job? Wow. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, wow. I was going to take the blame, but Jack. Jack, while we're here, we're friends. Uh, no, no. <laughs> base mom has no friends. She's base mom. You got to delegate those duties out, you know. I mean, he needs to learn some some responsibilities. You know that it's a it's a growth opportunity for him to be an intern on chat. So, you know, he needs to understand that that may be one of the tasks that you need to give him and see if he can hold up to it. Uh, I guess I guess your job is not completely just banning people from the Telegram chat, Jack. Wait, what the fuck? I didn't <laughs> sign up for this. <laughs> He's gonna need a raise. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll double what you're making right now, Jack. Well, there you go. And, and hey, Wait. it'll go on the reference letter. So when you get out there and you start looking for that real job, you know, you're going to have the best reference letter ever about what a great job you did in this, in this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Bold of you to assume John but, can write. Wow. <laughs> We'll, we'll take. You know, we'll do know, Jack. Here's how we'll double your salary. We'll take half of Reinhardt's and give Johnny, it to you. You know that Johnny's going to get a Ghost Rider. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Mom, it'll joke. be me or Dogbot. 
No, no, yeah. My salary is going to be doubled. Zero times two is still zero. Right. Fuck. Nice. <laughs> Are you doing that's new math? Jack Wait can do math too, guys. I just can't read. <laughs> Sometimes. This is true. Well. Well, when you trying, catch up buddy. on the shows, when you catch up on the shows, you're, we'll have to uh, join in the chats. Well, one of the, the well, shows was recently. You actually got a shout out because. It was something that you said in the chats that inspired our episode where we talk about clowns in the Nephilim. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanted to comment on that because, like I said, I did, you know, take my uh, myself to your website after realizing that maybe shows were happening and, and saw what you'd been doing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I want you guys to know that I I watched all ten of those ten part that ten part episode on the clowns. Usually at night before I went to bed, which wasn't a great idea. <laughs> Sounds like and, a perfect um, idea. But I, <laughs> I suffered through all of them. And, uh, you know, it was a very intriguing concept. And But one thing that I thought that was interesting is that as I kept plotting through them, I mean, now he's, he's, he's an amateur. I mean, if you're going to go back and watch that so- series, you have to realize this guy's not a professional. He's, you know, he doesn't do this for a living like the paranormies. I mean, he's, he definitely, you know, it was mostly about him, uh, you looking at his Google search screen, you know, while he talks, but, uh, but I went through all of them and he really delved into the fact that everybody in entertainment, whether it was movies, music, I mean, he just brought out how present, ever present, the clown and Esther theme is everywhere. And it was really kind of creepy because I was like, I was like, that's kind of like the tranny thing, you know? It's like, they're all trannies. They're all demon clowns. They're all the, you know, they're all the, the evil jesters. And it was, um, it really ties in, you know, it really makes you think. And then, of course, after that, I started seeing it everywhere. You know, because that's what your brain does. It's like seeing this thing, and now everywhere I go, I see a clown or black and white striped something or a jester, and it's it's a little disturbing. Oh yeah, it's everywhere, and you start seeing it not just in uh, in modern stuff as well, but you start realizing that the artwork and photographs that we see from the old world. You know, we like to look at pictures mm-hmm. from like the 1930s of all those terrifying clowns and Halloween costumes, but then you start to realize like, Oh my God, this is a terrifying and actually pretty evil tradition. Absolutely. Have you ever seen shakes the clown based mom? Uh, shakes the clown. What? Um, I don't know. Maybe has nobody seen this movie, but nobody's seen the movie dog, but nobody's seen your, your clown movie. Bobcat Goldthwait no, is no, a is it. an alcoholic. Oh, okay, clown. okay, that's all I had to say was Bobcat Goldthwaite. Oh, I know God. of the movie now. The character, yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know he did a whole movie. How did you sit through that? Yeah, Who it's an amazing movie. Oh, oh God. Goldthwait movie. <laughs> the the clowns get drunk and drive around and beat up mimes like homosexuals. Okay, that sounds interesting. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I haven't gotten a chance to. I haven't gotten a chance to check out the ten part series, but uh, definitely that um, conspiracies R Us video was really interesting. Really good, and and the series is too. I mean, um, and, you know, and he kind of picks up scene as you go along. I mean, there's there's some of them there in the middle where it's a little plotting, and and you can tell that he did it over a long period of time. 
And I, and I even think that YouTuber is, uh, is intriguing, you know, both the one that has the series and the one that's no longer active where the series came from, but mm. got deleted, you know, they're kind of, I'm just like, okay, you know, then your mind starts going, who are these people? And why did they make these videos? And what's going on here? You know, there's there's some interesting stuff in there. So yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, I'll definitely go back and listen to the show. I I thoroughly enjoyed that whole conceptual okay. idea. Well, thanks and for it, posting it really that. Kind of fit. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, the other thing that I had had certainly pointed out that I I haven't listened to yet, so I'm not sure what your take was on it, um, is the fact that a uh, Cardi B has a Jello butt. Ah. You know, it's just it's just full of jello, and I you know I'm sure Dogbot I know what the take was. I know I, you don't even have to tell me I I, I can just guess, um, but uh, you know she's she's it's it's just all this goo. She has a goo butt. All right, it, all right, it, all right. That's yeah. Oh, how do you know this for sure? Like. Yeah, how how do you know it's that and not what we think it is? Are you asking me for sources? Are you telling me I have to cite sources? Because you know I've just been through a big ordeal over this. Oh no, um, you've been through a big goo butt ordeal, a big Cardi balls goo butt. Okay, okay, we're not doing that. That's that's not. I've been through a big cite sources ordeal. Okay. Okay. But um, uh, you know, because you know what the meme is, it's like cite sources. I just made it up. <laughs> nice. Yes, okay. source dr- but, dude, um, trust me. No. Yeah, dude, trust me. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what that is. I know that Cardi B is probably some sort of a transversion. So whatever that was down there, it was nasty. That's all I have it to say was, about that. But there are actual there are actual mainstream sources of um talking about when you know, when she was a stripper, because she used to be a stripper in her, you know, other life. And she, um, uh, they would go down to these places in, into basements where you have like these old women from South America or Puerto Rico or whatever that would inject, um, whatever the hell it is that they inject and the Brazilian butt butt lift to pump them up. Yeah. Because what Cardi B said was that she noticed that the strippers with the big butts were making more money. And she, her butt wasn't big enough, so oh. she had to go get the injections, and and it was poor quality, probably wasn't sterile. I don't know, but anyway, it leaked. Well, this and this I mean, is taking a turn. About it in interviews. This is uh, yeah, this is very strange official narrative yeah. that you're pushing on us yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if we, I, I get the I get the I get the point. We get the point. We get the point. Mm-hmm. We we get the point with that. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. but I you know. I also accept your narrative that that anybody who's in the public eye is a tranny. So we'll just we'll go all the A list stuff for sure, for sure. Yeah, all All the main ones that are shoved in your face. Yeah. Well, then you have to ask yourself: Is Cardi B a main lister? I don't know. Right. right. Uh, But but whether it is a tranny or not, the the Jello butt thing is still. Yeah, it's really gross. Valid. That's gross. There's that. So, anyway, just just wanted to touch base on that. Um, otherwise, uh, you know, I had had another topic I kind of wanted to. I know you guys have addressed this already, or maybe it's come up on a show that I haven't listened to yet, unfortunately. But um, John Levy, I you know we all know that he came out and announced to the world that his father was Jewish, which 
I know, you know, how we should feel about that. But I was wondering if you watched the show that wasn't too long ago where he he um uh he discussed the We Was Kings narrative that he supported that idea. That was a long did time you, ago. But that? Yeah. Yeah, that was over a year ago. Um uh, I feel like it was a more recent one. What he said was he he said, I just want to remind everybody that I have previously pointed out. Now, this is a recent one where I think he referenced back to a show that he had done. Um, but just to remind everybody that he does believe that that was, um, there is some validity to that. And, and he based it a lot also on some of the, um, the statues and the, um, uh, you know, the icons, both in South America and in other places that all seem to have African features. And, mm-hmm. and, um, I'm talking about anyway, like the Olmecs. Interesting. Yeah. The, the Olmecs. And we did the, we did the episode on the Olmecs. What was that last year? Talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Jaredites being the Jaredites, the that's, right, that's right. Yeah, according yeah, to the Mormies, and, right. and he seems to be in the. Uh, I, I still think he's a disaffected Mormon on he, some some level or something. You know, I don't like know. There's so, there's something yeah. going on there with the Utah yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, yeah. We are rolling up on the end of an hour, and we're gonna Uh-oh. we're rolling up. Yeah, you know, you want. Um, are, you, are you trying to cut me off? Um, trying to cut me off. Yeah, we are. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, uh, you can hang out throughout the break. You want to hang out during the break and come back at the end. I don't know. It's whatever you want to do. But we're going to take a break is what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. You guys go take a break. That's fine. It was nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with you, Base Mom. Thank you for calling. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. We'll we'll clean up our room. I promise. Yes. As soon as we're done. As soon as we're done. One more game. Mom, we're just going to play one more. Okay. 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 Base mom, everybody. Base mom, awesome. Always great. I felt like I was in trouble. You were. You were in trouble. Uh, we are going to take a break. We are going to take a break. I'm going to put on some music, uh, and uh, I'll be back in just a minute. I'll put on some music for the people that are on hold. We'll be back. I don't even know what our break music is this week. It'll be a surprise for everybody.
Sliding, sliding on a stepping stone Skin so smooth like the rivers flow Living on land but the water's home Lost without a paddle, use my hands and roll Take me through your
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies Presents live show, Friday the 13th. I'm still Johnny Minoxide with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Jack. We are taking your calls. Not live. We're taking the calls live. But you people are going to be listening to this um, on tomorrow, the, the 14th. And uh, except for James and uh, Jake, who are calling in just to listen. So, smart. Uh, apparently, a Southern, Southern Dingle uh, has called in with my name, Dogbot. So, he's in the queue. Oh, okay. I see him. All right. Well, we'll take him after we have a caller ahead of him. We'll take this this one caller first. And hello. Hey. Are you? Hello. The uh, paranormies. Yes, this is the. You have reached the paranormies. What's up? Hello? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, crying Baby, hold on. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're the Crying, we're the, we're the crying Baby show. Yes, we are now the uh, Crying uh, Baby right. show. So, basically, um, this is my cartoon ball theory. I've been looking into, like, science stuff, and I, I think I got a new one, but it may be a rehash. So, right. basically, it goes like this, is what I'm thinking, what I'm trying to figure out, is that all scientific theories that are predicated in the belief of a cartoon ball are fake and gay. Okay. Now, an example of cartoon balls are outer space planets. Uh, As far as I can tell, germs, coronavirus, and also electrons. What was the last thing? Protons electrons. Oh, electrons. Okay. The, the atomic realm, actually. All of the atomic realm. Mm-hmm. So an electron has never been directly observed. So if somebody right. is to say that they, they agree with its existence, it's a de facto statement of faith. Okay. So agreeing with and, its existence uh, is it's not a, the problem. It's agreeing with the it, with the portrayal. That's the problem. Right. So we're we're the the science line tells us to believe that a particle can turn into a wave of nothing and back into a particle at any time, and it's it sets off my bullshit meter because whenever you hear somebody talk about like you, you know you're killing my vibes, are you on my wavelengths? Don't hit me with that bad energy. You know, that's new age bullshit, like psychobabble. But if you say the same thing about radio waves and what kind of then all of a sudden you're talking like hard science. And I think it's all like Jewish wordplay. Hmm. Well, one thing that we have discovered is a lot of uh, major scientific theories that are just generally accepted as fact, like evolution and gravity, etc., are Gravity basically is a cartoon uh, ball. if you search are basically oh, from sorry. yeah if you actually, are, they're basically from the Kabbalah so <laughs> definitely very very Jewish Chaldean of them right but anyway that's my theory and anything that can be applied to cartoon ball theory is suspect that's what I've been thinking about cartoon ball theory 
Cartoon hmm. ball theory. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, anything that that is that is has to be portrayed as a cartoon ball is fake and gay and probably a deception. Right. I get what you're saying. Anything that they that they've had to animate through CGI or cartoons because they don't actually have a way to show you in real life. You know, you can't really we can't show you what it looks like inside of an electron microscope. So we're just going to represent it with CGI. That's what the coronavirus looks like. We're not we can't show you what Saturn really looks like. Here's the NASA CGI from Voyager. I get it. Yeah, and I, I, I think of the Hollywood movie in Jurassic Park. I seen it when I was a kid. They actually portray dinosaurs as cartoon balls and that there's like an animated being of cartoon balls that turns into a dinosaur in that movie. I was and that was oh, a you giant... beat me to it. <laughs> there you go. You and heard it here first, DNA folks. Strand. Cartoon ball theory immediately following a screaming baby. All right, well, that's all I got, guys. I don't know if something to think about. Oh, no, it's actually, thing. it actually um, is. It's an interesting thought. Um, it, according to the internet.com, all films, or 90% of films that were filmed before World War II were lost in spontaneous combustion vault fires. Mm. It's just a coincidence. Mm. Spontaneous right. combustion vault fires. All right, talk to you guys later. Man. Right on, man. God bless you. Take care. It's fun. So is it basically like a compost pile where you just have a ton of film and right. all of a sudden it just right. sparks. Yeah. If you read, actually, if you, if you, if you have to go back and look through maybe like your parents' attic or like, you know, an older uncle's stuff or something with that would actually have a camera that took film. If you look on the old packages, it says, do not stack in large piles might spontaneously combust. <laughs> Do not stack five high or more. That's right. No pallets. No palletizing is higher than four. <laughs> That's it. A is that spontaneous. They had no forklift operators back then? Not certified forklift operators. Aha. Uh-huh. Hmm. Maybe if they had for certified forklift operators, there wouldn't have been a reset. Wouldn't have been as easy. It's possible. It's possible. I blame OSHA. When in doubt, definitely blame OSHA. All right, let's yes. take let's take another call that's not the Southern Dingo. This is driving. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has a call about coronavirus. What's happening? Oh, hello, 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 hello. New phone. Who this? Corona. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I just got to say, dog, I love the shit that you did with that Jan Lomprecht guy back in the day. Thank you. That was, um, that was and, good. Uh, and also, I wish I wish for a return for, like, the removing the goalpost. That was a really cool show you did. You like that, the uh, the show I did with Stan Hess? I still talk to Stan. Uh, problem is, is we got, we got tired of it be, being basically... Uh, you know, this sports ball nigger did this thing bad. This sports ball nigger did that thing bad. You know, it's basically what it turned into. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, you just talk it up. Just look at what happened at the Euros. It's like this sports ball nigger missed and like all of, <laughs> yeah, all of England is racist, you know? Yeah, um, actually, that would have been a good, that would have been a good um, event to have had a removing the goalpost episode over. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> 
We just added the sports yeah. section to the um, Nationalist Inquirer. Yeah. We do a yeah. little sports. We do a little sports page in there. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, then it turns into usually MTF or, or FTM stuff. But uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson, can... like Russell Wilson and his and his wife, what was her name? Uh, Tiana. Yeah, I mean, we can only talk about uh, basketball players and their Illuminati shoes so much, you know. That's right. <laughs> oh, the little little Satan, little Satan now shoes. Yeah. Right, or the yeah, the Kyrie too. Irving. Do you think do you think that nigga actually had like human blood in them shoes, man? I do. That's what they said. I do. I mean, I there was a, there was a Jew, yeah, there's a Jew involved, so it's almost like a hundred percent chance. Yeah, it was probably uh, they oh. probably extracted the adrenochrome out of it first, and then and then put it in the shoes. Wouldn't want to waste it. Word, word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No drop goes to waste. These are Jews we're talking about. Speaking of the one drop rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no um, drops. I, I was I was trying to ask y'all. I was trying to ask y'all um, if you heard about the, uh, the you know the experiments they did on like these minks. You know, I'm not I'm not sure exactly where, but I've heard about these uh, these mass callings of these minks because they've like they were injecting them with the sort of prototypes of these coronavirus vaccines and. Um, they would they would inject them and they had to cull them because once they put them out in the wild and got infected with actual coronavirus, like they would just have these volatile reactions and you know basically just like die like of just just horrible sicknesses. Oh, is this is it, is this where it happened really in Denmark? Reaction. Yeah, it was Denmark. It was basically like zombie mink. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you and there was like if you uh, look back, um, like they were trying to do the same shit with the SARS uh, back in the day, like but they did it on ferrets. I mean, they're kind of closely related, but they would also have these like really horrible reactions um, when they put when they put them back in the wild. Um, and these were like these were just uh, vaccines that they just made on the fly, and get, you know um, they weren't really tested that well. But they just they just went you know these experiments that went horribly wrong. Um, do you, do you think something similar like that? We could probably see something similar like that with, with the public, you know, with the human population. Well, uh, we see zombies around the public all the time. Uh, when you're at a traffic light and that faggot next to you has got a mask on while driving. I mean, there you go. Yeah. That I is guess. also true. So. But I think, uh, I think it's possible. I mean, now they're talking about Fauci's already talked about at least this morning or, or yesterday, uh, about infinite booster shots or indefinite booster shots. So who knows what's going to be in those, um, what reaction they're going to have because, you know, one, one booster or the original two shots, uh, could have, you know, a primer, uh, primer ingredients that when reacting with a later booster could cause something like that. So it's it's very possible. I just real quick. I hate I to interrupt know. you guys. Guys, I, I hate to interrupt you real quick, but I have, I have, um, I have, I have uh, an announcement to make. Um, Southern Dingo is a fag, and he hung up because we trolled him there. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Call back, Dingo. I hope, I hope Larry's listening. <laughs> 
No, when he's doing the thing, see, Dingo's doing the thing right now where, like, you know, he hung up and he's going to be mad. And he's going to be like, you guys know that I have that, 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 all these things that you didn't know. Or Yeah, like, he's, he's like, I've got a five day, I've, I've got a five day old. It's like, you didn't say that before. Not only that, like, even, 10 minutes. dude, even though we know he does, like, you expect me to remember that? I have an 18 month old. Like, I'm busy too, nigga. So. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta miss my kid's bedtime story for this. Yeah, hold on, come on. Let me see. You know what, Johnny? I'm not just gonna stand here and listen to you call me a faggot. You know what? Yeah, right. Oh, don't do a dingo (laughs) impersonation. He hates when people do that. Oh man. Actually, do yeah, do a dingo impersonation so we can make fun of him. I love you. I love you, dingo. I love your shit. (laughs) <laughs> oh shit! I thought that was him. No, it wasn't Dingo. <laughs> no, it was not him. Oh man, I thought that was old Dinger himself. Oh, we yeah. oh, we got him again. We got him again. <laughs> oh man. Um, but back to the coronavirus mink mustelid thing. Um, I I remember seeing that in Denmark when they they did the mass culling. They were doing a lot of culling of animals back then, but it was mostly food stuff. The mink got a great the I've mink got a great was, VM from him. I, yeah, I know we do. I, I saw it. Just hang on. Um, he's he's being he's he's gonna have a temper tantrum. And he's gonna call back and be sorry. It's, like so, he does. it's so sweet. Yeah. Do we do we know if they actually like skinned these minks before? Right. I'm saying they it's like all these things, dude. If you think about it, they call a gazillion minks a couple times a year, anyways, like to make coats. So, like. Yeah, you think they'd have to? They'd be dumb not to, right? Right. Or or did it like fuck up the fur? You know, maybe it like so, maybe it caused like the fur to be patchy and mangy and gross. So now do we have like emo mm. Jewish women walking around with zombie mink coats? Like, <laughs> is that is that a thing now in Israel? I mean, Co- they were making dogskin. Like Corilla Deville was making dogskin coats. <laughs> Wait, and that was the caller, not Dogbot. Right. What happened? He said Corona Deville, and I thought that I, I'm like, that's that's good shit right there. <laughs> Corona Deville. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I like that. Interesting. Possible show title. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be the Friday the Thirteenth Colin Show is the name of the show, Reiner. Let's be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Subtitle. Maybe that's a lot of typing. You're gonna have to put all that on the show art. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. You'll do it. I only work for a couple hours tomorrow. But anyways. All right. All right. Yes. Um, so where were we with the coronavirus thing? Man, there's so much dumb shit going on with the coronavirus. Um, they're trying to mandatorily vaccinate people. I see people that already got the vaccine. I was like, wow. How do you? How do you? How good do you feel about being the guy to get it first? Now that everybody's gonna have to get it. All my coworkers are pissed. No. Yeah. I'm actually, I've got a couple of people, uh, two of the guys that were the first people in my entire office to get vaccinated. Now they're sitting here saying, this is never going to end. This is never going to end. <laughs> like, well, because it's not. Hope you feel good. I, t- I told as them. As long as you let them, man. Okay, he's, he's saying that he's calling. Okay. All right. Well, listen, bro. Thank you for the call. I hate to, to get you off, but. Southern Dingo only has 10 minutes because okay. he has a nine-day-old or something like that. And he has eight minutes for his seven-day-old or something. He doesn't know how many days old the baby is. Right. 
I understand. I'm, I'm fully, yeah, I will fully forfeit my time to Dingo. Um, and thank you guys so much for taking my call. Longtime fan. And uh, God bless you all. Right on, man. Thanks you for too. calling. You too, bro. Well. All right. Southern Dingo, let me on right now or I will. Wow. Hello, Jeffrey. <laughs> Don't call me Jeffrey. Jeffrey. What's up, bro? Jeff, dude, Jeffrey's for my mom. I know. My, that's, only my mom called me. Why did you think I said that? That's exactly what I said. What's up, man? Uh, nothing. He's all mad because he didn't get to get he didn't get to go on before the other guy. No, I'm, I'm not mad. I was actually just I was bullshitting to make you pick up faster. <laughs> You're like a professional caller inner of shows. Very right. womanly. Yeah, I mean, only no, it's not. Only whenever I like uh, want to argue with some anti-white asshole, but you know that doesn't describe any of you. So, but I did have a question for you about ghosts. Okay. Okay. Now, do, do y'all y'all believe that like ghosts are real? Like there are such a thing as ghosts? Yes, I seen one. Okay, I, I do. I do. Yeah, too. me too. I do too. Just throw it out there. Um, do y'all believe that, like, cavemen back in the day, like, cavemen had ghosts? It's a serious question, not even trolling. I don't believe in cavemen. Same. Yeah, I don't believe in cavemen. Oh, okay, so fuck. Well, okay, okay, I have a secondary question then. Do you believe that black people manifest ghosts? No, you have to have a soul. I Is don't there... believe blacks are people. Is there a spook pun somewhere in here? Yes. I knew. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I, I, I was looking for there. So, but yeah, why don't what, Red Pill me on cavemen? Their uh, evolution didn't happen. I mean, uh, yeah, evolution yeah. didn't happen. There you go. The end. Evolution is a satanic lie. Yep. Very Jewish. Yep. Mm-hmm. Extremely Kabbalistic, very Jewish. Yes. Uh, the, the Big Bang Theory is uh, the scientists that came up with the Big Bang Theory were so smart that they actually managed to prove the Kabbalah right? Or, you know, the Kabbalah is just lying. Right. Sir Isaac Newton got his that, idea uh, of that, gravity from the Kabbalah. Yeah. It's all Kabbalism. You ever heard Cat Williams do stand-up about the, about the Big Bang? No. No. I heard him do uh, stand-up. Yeah, I heard him no do stand-up about buying his kid a Super Nintendo or something. Like, that was kind of funny. Last I heard, Cat Williams got his ass whooped in a Target by a kid. It's not shocking. It was in a front yard. Probably refused to buy him a Super Nintendo. Okay. Well, tell us the story. Well, we're interrupting interrupting, uh, Dingo's story about the the Cat Williams thing. Go ahead, bud. Oh, no, hey. I'm just a squirrel in your world, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get a nut. This is your house. You started to tell a story. We're letting you tell the story. Oh yeah, I know. But anyways, no. Cat Williams did get beat up by a fifteen-year-old, but it was it was in somebody's front yard at like a barbecue or something. But uh, yeah. Okay. To, be fair, to be fair, to be fair, black fifteen-year-olds, to be black fifteen-year-olds can be very large, and Cat Williams is a very small person. Yeah, he was a little bigger than Cat Williams. <laughs> so you I actually still, dude? You saw the you saw. Stop! Don't don't do that. <laughs> All right. The the thing about the the we're not doing we're not doing that. All right, so 
You're a, you're a new dad again recently. Congratulations, sir. Oh, yeah, thank you. He was huge. He was 10 pounds, 8 ounces. Almost as big as Cat Williams. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but his stand-up. He was like, the Big Bang Theory, nigga, that bullshit. He's like, if you believe the Big Bang Theory, I want you to take a hammer, go out to your car, and hit it till it turned into another motherfucking car. I was like, like, it's like that Negro wisdom that sometimes ekes through all Mm -hmm. of the animal rage. I I thought it was pretty good. Sometimes, sometimes it comes through. I like, you know, like some of the things they they say, and then, then you're, you know, then Cat Williams goes off on some sort of weird amphetamine induced, you know, weed rampage. Weed rampage. Dude, why are blacks the only people that go crazy when they smoke weed? Uh, why are blacks implying they weren't implying they weren't before? No, I know weed. that's probably what it is. It's just the fact. Blacks don't it. get couch lock. They get yeah, hair. yeah. They don't get couch lock. They want to. All right, we're this isn't the right show for this. Dingo shows up and see what happens. What, uh, sorry, what were y'all talking about uh, mainly on the show before? Oh, uh, we had just thing. callers. Whatever callers wanted to talk about, you know, they, we call, we get callers calling in to tell us things, and we take their calls and talk to the callers. Yeah, what do you want to know? Yeah. What do you What do you want to know, Dinger? Thank you for asking. I, I <clears throat> something did just pop into my mind, and it it uh it came into my mind because there was a very unconvincing like tranny on Ralph's show last night. And I called in and I, I acted like I was a black guy and I just berated it as a black person would. But that makes me think of a question, right? That was such an unconvincing tranny and nobody would believe it. And a lot of them are like that. Like what, is there a special doctor or process that only like these famous people that, you know, they look like women, but they're not like Taylor Swift. Like did, did she just get the, the, the awesome surgery or what? Well, let me let me answer that for you. With some of these people, we think that this stuff has been going on with them, uh, like they're they they're part of like bloodlines. That this is this is part of their religion is being androgynes, right? But let's just say that that wasn't a thing. These people have money, opportunity, and access to the the to even the best ones out there. So that's why, like over time, you will see someone like a Sandra Bullock. You'll see what they looked like in the '80s, and then you'll see what they looked like going through the '90s, where there are more and more facial surgeries done to make a Sandra Bullock more convincing, like shaving down the brow ridge, shaving down the Adam's apple. You know, there's lots of surgeries that could be done that aren't. Uh, there aren't noticeable scars. A lot of the facial surgeries can be done from inside the face. Right. And you got to remember that they have been working on this publicly since the 1930s. So almost 100 years publicly. Funny you say uh, some, a lot of these can be done from within. Go ahead, Dingo. So I'm just going to say, I'm not asking you any of these questions as a gotcha. As soon as I found out that they they were putting baby foreskins in makeup products, mm-hmm. like, I believe all that crazy shit now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I believe you on the tranny thing. I was just wondering why some look so convincing. Well, okay, so there's there's the ones that are from androgynous bloodlines, and that happens. Then there are the ones where they start transitioning them uh, before birth with hormones or, you know, 
immediately post-birth or from when they're little, little kids. Like you can see like Pamela Manderson or even Taylor Swift, even Tyler Swift when he was a little boy. Like you can tell that's a little boy with long hair. That is a little boy, you know, the Pamela Anderson ones. That's a boy with long hair. Uh, the, what was the other one I was just watching? The Mr. E four-hour compilation that Dogbot posted in the Telegram chat is, man, it's like staring into the axe wound. But it's, <sighs> but like when you go through and you see the, uh, the Victoria's Secret like the cabaret, it's basically just a tranny cabaret show, right? The Victoria's Secret pageants, whatever you want to call them. Like they're um, the angels. They're angels. What the fuck is this? They're trannies with wings. They're fucking angels. They're androgynous things. But like you look at this and now that you see it with the eyes that have had the scales lifted off of them and you can actually see these trannies and it's like it's like Jadar, you know, like, um, you know, are you saying that I won't have to smash the early life? No, you know, I'm saying when, you know, when you know enough, you won't need to. Same thing with this. Like, I don't have to do the lines and all these things. I can look. I can look at a tranny right now. I can look at Megan Fox, you know, and and I can tell you exactly where the thing had all the surgeries. And the other thing is with the things like Megan Fox. Like, they tell us all the time. You know, they, we don't have to tell you guys that these are trannies. They do. They do. Jessica Alba has said it was a man. Uh, what did I just say? Megan Fox has said it multiple times. You know, Cher, right. Cher's famous line. My mother said to me, why don't you marry a rich man? And I said, I said to her, mom, I am a rich man. You know, ha ha. And then Everybody the, just, ha, the, ha, back, ha, ha. the back and forth between um, Christopher Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Right. And he said, when we, uh, when we were kissing, I felt your dick rub against me. Yes. And she laughed. And not in a, oh, my God, you're so weird sort of way. She laughed in an, oh, my God, I can't believe you just told everybody that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they tell on themselves. They reveal the method all the time. And, you know, and, yeah, we do do the tranny stuff all the time. But it's literally, whenever you turn on your devil mirror, whenever you open up your black scrying screen to do your Facebooking or your Twittering or your Telegramming or whatever it is, whenever you see one of these promoted beings one of these celebrities why are we celebrating them they are being elevated to god status you are celebrating them as gods that is why they are celebrities you are celebrating their existence why because they are gods they are idols what's the name of the tv show american idol it's right there in front of you literally right there in front of you they are trainees now and you are worshiping them with your rituals too Absolutely. You were worshiping them by by voting for them, by watching their show, by singing their songs. Uh, all this they stuff. love it. They feed off of it. They absolutely do. And one of the things that Mr. E said in one of his shows is, um, you know, what are the what are the ways that they tell on themselves by being part of this 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 Illuminati, this this beast system? Like how can you tell? Oh, well they do the one eye symbolism. Well they do the six 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 symbolism, which is the little okay sign, right? They do the bathbet sign, the peace sign, the, the androgynous or the uh, the as above so below with the two peace signs. Well, the real thing that they do, that's a symbol of of their allegiance to the to the narrative, is they're trannies. Just the fact that they're trannies is is there you go. That's that's how you know. Because that's their agenda. It's androgynous. What's that? I, my friend Devin had a neighbor, and uh, he he's not in there now, and he, he wasn't in there in 2012, but he used to be in the uh, the, cl- the clan here in Louisiana. And, like, he, he wasn't in it whenever I knew him when he told me all this stuff about Israel, but, like, I just remember he would say things about Israel, and looking back at it, they were completely normal, factual things that ended up being true. 
But when he sent them to me, and I was a Bluefields Conserver cook, I was just like, oh, my God, dude, would you stop with that shit? It's bullshit. I don't want to hear it, blah, blah, And, like, after I found out about Jews and stuff, I was like, I will never, ever have that attitude toward anybody else, again, trying to tell me about Jewish demon demonic bullshit. So whenever I heard y'all talk about the tranny thing, everybody's like, oh, my God, they think everybody's a tranny. I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Get, hear them out. And then, like, uh, you know, I listened to it and everything, and I, I've heard nothing that, that I could fucking uh, – prove wrong so far well i guess the biggest uh, the biggest deal is if you're looking at them the biggest deal is you can't hide the skeletal structure mm-hmm. you know you these can't hide hips how don't big lie fucking hands are you can't hide the the flat the the flat plane effect across the chest you can't hide the the uh the three heads length shoulder width you can't you know, hide you can't, the cir- circumference of the skull you yeah, know the you, shape of the skull you can't you know, hide like that, that's the f- you absolutely cannot hide the hip to shoulder ratio like there's no way you you can try, you know you can use you can use um, costume tricks you can use posing, you can use uh, Brazilian butt lifts. Like there's that one video where there's an actual doctor who performs these butt lift surgeries, and in his in his two minute long commercial, you see several women and trannies that that were men that get like women's butts and thighs, but. You, they can't do the hips. The hips, they can only do so much with the hips. Speaking of the hips, speaking of the hips, did, what about the belly button over where the hips flex? Have you heard about that? Yes. The belly button is higher than the top yes. of the hip bone. Yes. That is the male. Yeah, the, yeah. If, it, if your belly button's above that, it's a guy. And if it's below, mm-hmm. it's a woman, right? Or did I get that backwards? Yes. But they are doing. No, no you got it. It, you're correct because the women's hips, your belly button is centered between the hips because men's it's the reason why men's shoulders are wider. Men's men's shoulders are wider to carry things up top. Women's hips are wider because they carry things down low like babies. So that's and your your center of gravity is a little yeah. lower there. And that's why the men are built the way men are built and why women are built the way women are built. And it's the you can't hide yeah. the skeletal belly structure. Belly button giveaway. Yes. You can't like get around that. And I, I remember that I did a stream before I ever even started the Southern Native podcast. Okay, this is a long time ago. I'm glad I just remembered this, by the way. <laughs> so, I was like, uh, I was like the proto paranormies, I guess, back in the day. So I did like an hour long stream on the the Williams sisters, quote unquote, the tennis players, mm-hmm. just about their belly buttons. And I gave, I showed so many pictures of like women in bathing suits and the men in bathing suits, and I'm like, hundred percent, if the belly button is. Uh, below the hip flex point, they are a woman, and it, it you know it's just like that because of, they have to carry babies and shit. But yeah, Serena and her what, what's the other one's name? Venus. Penis, Penis Williams. Because of yeah, course Penis it's Williams. named Venus. That's it. very famous tennis Hell ball yeah. player. Um, my wife sent me a picture of her lab with what looks like. It up, but it could be shit on it. So I gotta go help her with the baby. <laughs> I know. All right. I thought he meant Venus <laughs> okay, Williams' lap. Have a good one. Thanks for calling, Dingle. Love you. Proud of you. Bye. All right. Love you. Proud of you. Southern Dingo, everybody. He finally got on the show. Well, finally got on what, the show. Six seasons. Four yeah. seasons. Marty Office. I don't know if Marty. Marty Marty called, but Marty somebody named Marty called and hung up. Oh no. I hope it wasn't that Marty was, Marty. That is Marty Marty. He it was? Tell Marty Marty to call back. 
Anyway. Um, what happened today? I, I got into the tranny thing with somebody today, and they're thoroughly convinced now. So, oof, sounded like a chupacabra. Was it a chupacabra? It's a micro wolf. It's a micro wolf? Yep. Okay, sorry. Um, he's, a, he's hearing some of the local wildlife out there be uh, noisy on a Friday evening. Oh, that's a pretty standard thing for you on a Friday evening, though, the wildlife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking, we were discussing the, the tranny thing, and um, like I said, like Megan Fox said that she's a dude. I'm a tranny. I'm a man. Um, Jessica Alba, you know, says that she's a tranny. You said it at Comic-Con or something like that. So, you know, they say those things and then and then the uh, the host, whoever's interviewing them, laughs. Ha, 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 you're so funny. Oh. It's just comedy. No, they're telling you. They're telling you what they really are. Well, and you can look too uh, deeper at the roles that these people choose mm-hmm. in films or that are chosen for them. Transformers. Uh, look at how they act. <laughs> what? Transformers. Right. Me- Megan Fox. I mean, come on. There was one actor, I uh, did, I think his name is Eddie Redmayne, and he did a movie a few years ago about, like, the first transgender, like, the ma- first famous transgender woman in Denmark in, like, the 30s. It was called The Danish Woman, if you go look it up. But this guy... Yeah, I, I know the movie. ...looks like a, a FTM. Yeah. He looks like an FTM that has now gone back to playing... Playing an, an MTF. MTF. Yeah, it's an FTM yeah. playing an MTF. So it's an Elliot Ellen Page thing. Yes. Are we are we talking about you're we're talking about the Peaky Blonders thing, right? No. Different one? Different thing. Okay. The Peaky Blinders uh guyer, uh apparently he also played a woman early on in his air quotes acting career. Huh. Yeah, Killian Murphy. Which is sad. He's a great uh, I always liked him, but That's the one that everybody says uh He's- Billy uh, Eilish. Billie Eilish looks like. Yeah. William Eilish. Also Ron. Eilish. So, guys, what do you think about this, guys? Uh, the claim. There is no way 150 million Americans got the shot. The math. If there was a shot produced every second, 24-7, 365 days a year, guess how long it would take to produce 2 billion shots? The answer is 63 years. Four to five years to produce 150 million, 3.31.5 million per year, according to the guy. Sounds like boomer math. Hmm. Sounds like boomer so, math, but there's two ways it could go. One, yeah, the math doesn't add up and people just haven't actually gotten the shot. Or two, they've been planning this so far in advance that they already had it ready. But I feel like that's a boomer conspiracy take. Well, we've already said that before that, like, you know, like what I like to say to normies is my take on the vaccine is this either it was rushed, you know, and they don't have any any idea what's going on. And that's scary. Or it wasn't rushed. and They know exactly what it is. And they have a bazillion of them ready to go. And that's even scarier. So either way, I ain't getting it. Instead of juice per minute, it's jabs per minute. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Different JPM. I was gonna say it's it, it's it's similar to our other favorite math question, you know. Yes. How many Jews can you fit in a Volkswagen? Uh yes. yes. Or, or clowns? How many Nephilim? The clown How car. Many? Yeah. 
How many Nephilim can I fit into this? Uh, What's the deal? Ego? You know what? The clowns in the clown car are the legion of Ooh. demons. I am legion for we are many, and it's just freaking clowns piling out. Yep. Forever. Forever. Demonic this is very anti-Juggalo. Demon- um, demonic clowns. Yeah, I am legion and we are many. How about that? Clown car. And they're all pedophiles and look demonic. Yeah, checks out. Yep, checks out. Also, this isn't against Juggalos because you can't fit more than like three of them in an, even an old Crown Vic. Yeah. Pulling, okay, out the, pulling out the constant handkerchiefs is mocking the uh, miracles of Christ. What are we talking about? All about uh, it's you know what? To me against the Shroud of Turin? It, no, by by you know pulling out the unlimited handkerchiefs out of the sleeve is basically yeah. mocking um you know five loaves and two fishes feeding how many people? Oh, 5000. Yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> you know I always used to say when I was like being like an edgy like uh, agnostic. You know what Jesus made, you know, when you had five loaves and two fishes, right? When you make you make tuna sandwiches. He made he made a shitload of tuna sandwiches for everybody. Man, you were edgy. Yeah, like that was, you know, I thought I was cool. I was like in seventh grade when I made that one up. I got in a lot of trouble. When I came up with that, when I came up with that in seventh grade, I got in a lot of trouble. Because I was at Bob Jones Academy, and you're not supposed to talk about Jesus like that. Did you also go on the internet without your parents' permission? The internet didn't exist when I was in seventh grade, Reinhardt. I'm old. Oosh. We had to make friends in real life. We had to get into a fight with a guy on the bus and then become our best friend for life after that. You know, that was good times. Yeah, I, I, I mean, for me, it was on the playground. I didn't ride the bus, but yeah, that did that definitely did occur back then. It was a phenomenon. Yes, the getting into a fight with a guy who became your best friend for like the rest of your life. Yeah, or at least through high school. Right. You know, things right. happen. Things happen in college. You know. Sure. Sure. There was a group of us that made it all the way to, I think, we still occasionally get together, like, like in our late 30s or whatever, but, like, one of us is in, you know, in Tennessee, the other one's in Florida, and one's in Connecticut, and two of them moved to Washington, so it's kind of hard to get together. Did Marty call back, or do we have any other callers? Did Marty call back? No, Marty did not call back. We have somebody else. This says, Boy Division Big Knox. I Oh, it's Goy. Okay. All right. Goy. Div- All this right. is Goy Division who calls in to the other shows. So yeah, he uh, he's left a couple tweets today. Oh, Goy Division has. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk to Goy Division. Hello, sir. Hey, fellas. Good day. Hey. What's happening? What's happening? Caught the last little bit of a uh, Southern Bingo there. But um, no, I had a uh, Nick Dog stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. You're live. Um, you're you're live, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So uh, a couple of years ago, I was at a Walmart checking out, and um, I had a, I guess, a Shaniqua or. A, Tyquisha, not sure what her name was, but she was ringing me up and uh, she's scanning my groceries there and uh, <laughs> she gets to uh, 
let's see, she scanned some, um, uh, I had a loaf of uh, wheat bread and she scans it and she, uh, she looks up at me and she says, uh, what that is. I said, it's a uh, wheat bread. And she's like, Oh, I thought that was a uh, toast. What? Toast. This chick, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I might not tell the story well, but yeah, she thought that uh, she thought wheat bread was toast. She thought wheat bread was toast, so you buy toast <laughs> in the bag. Interesting. <laughs> she thought I was buying she thought I was buying a, a loaf of pre toasted bread. <laughs> that is, you know, I mean, while funny, I don't know how spooky that is. Wow. Do we have any paranormal yeah, related spooky, stories? But- Do you have any any paranormies related content, sir? I do have some paranormies stuff. Um, All right. Yeah, guess what show you're on? So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> guess so. <laughs> whatever you're, re- whatever you're ready, buddy. Yes, whenever you, whenever you're ready, bud. <laughs> you, you're yeah, good. I was like, yeah, no, no big fucking hurry or anything. Yes. <laughs> so. uh... A couple of years ago, I went and uh, picked up a friend of mine from um, New Orleans, and we were um, we were heading back to uh, to my house on the North Shore. Um, we're driving down I ten. Um, I'm, I'm in South Louisiana. Um, basically, like we look up in the sky and we see what appears to be a like a ball of fire just falling out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought it was possibly like a plane that was coming down. It was, it was really weird. Um, we're driving down the road and I'm watching this thing come out the sky. Um, when I first spotted it, it looked like it was probably at about 30,000 feet, like a commercial airliner, maybe. Um, And we're on a long interstate uh, observing this thing, and probably ten minutes go by, and it's just getting closer and closer to the ground. And as it's getting there, the fire starts looking more like smoke, and it's, it's just very strange. And we're, we're keeping our eyes on it, and the whole time watching, I'm like, "What the hell is going on? Is this a plane falling out the sky?" Very weird, but. Unfortunately, the, the stretch of highway we were on was mostly bridge, so I didn't really have any options to pull over and take video. Eventually, uh, I get to a point in the, into the stretch of highway, interstate. Um, uh, I'm about to make a, a right and hit an exit and start heading north. And around the same time, uh, this object we've been observing for like the past 10 minutes coming down from the, from the sky... I'm guessing at this point, maybe a thousand feet in the, in, in the air above the tree lines. Um, and we can finally see what it was. And it was, uh, as far as the story goes, it's just, it was a, uh, UFO sighting in, in the daylight. Um, it was very weird. Like as soon as 
I was getting ready to take this exit ramp. I could see this thing clearly. Um, like I said, uh, if I had to guess, it was probably anywhere from 500 to 1,000 feet at that point. And the fire that I was seeing before, the smoke that I was seeing before, had all dissipated. And at this point, it was just the, the, the ship, the object, whatever it was. And the best way I can describe it is it was a... Um, like pistachio shell shaped craft and it was the color of like an oyster shell and it had no visible um, like propel uh, like propellers or, or engines or anything like that it was just smooth and shaped so and thought, so yeah go ahead so, did you happen to wake up three hours later, uh, and it was difficult to sit down, or <laughs> your jaw hurt? No, like I was saying, like this <clears throat> happened in like, like, like in the in the afternoon. It was daytime. It was really strange. Mm. Like, I picked uh, this chick up from New Orleans. We we're heading back to my house, and she saw the same thing. And like, she's not into paranormal stuff, and. and her and I reminisce on this experience. You know, we, we share the, the same, uh, you know, the same thought pattern as far as it's concerned. Um, it's unexplainable. And, and the strangest one, after about 10 minutes of observing this thing coming down from the sky, when it finally did get to about, you know, above tree line, anywhere from like, I say like five to five hundred to a thousand feet. Well, I could get a, like a really good visual on it. Um, it was just hovering above the trees, and then when it finally did uh, uh, accelerate, it just it, it took off. And the w- best way I can describe it is it, it was like um, it was still standing still, and um, everything else around it was moving through it. I don't know. It was really weird. Well, you're photo sighting and a uh, black woman thinks that you were buying toast. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good times all around. Yes. <laughs> all right, then. Yes. Thank you. So when you call you. <laughs> and I'm. I'm glad his ass is intact after that ordeal. Yeah, as well. that's always In both important. situations. It's always important. Yeah, yeah I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get sucked up, but it was um I ended up uh what's the agency, like the, the UFO uh spotting agency you can report stuff to? NAMBLA. No. <laughs> NAMBLA, yeah. I reported <laughs> not NAMBLA, come on now. What am I talking about? Uh it's I forgot what it's called. Oh man, I should know this. Jack, what's you know, it called? Move on. Move on. It's move on. It's move on, that's right. Move on, exactly. Yeah, so I did this was a few years ago, and I reported it to MUFON, but I never did hear back from them. Uh, it was really weird, yeah, I don't know, unexplainable. And yet you tried. We appreciate it. Yes, thank you very much. All right, you got anything else there, Goy Division? Uh, no, I was just, I was just mainly just calling in to see what, see what y'all were talking about. Right on. Well, we're just taking, 
What we're doing is we're taking your calls and we're talking to callers and we're listening to what you callers have to say and we're responding to the questions that the callers are providing for us. That's my that's my version of George Bush responding to the nine uh, eleven commission questions. You guys remember oh, that? That was really good. You guys remember that? <laughs> we're looking forward to answering questions that the um, that the the uh, <laughs> shit. I can't do it now. <laughs> We're looking forward to answering the questions that the commission has for us. And uh, we're looking forward to putting forth those answers to the questions that they have for us. And um, we hear that the questions they have for us are very thorough. And we're going to be answering those questions very thoroughly. Yeah, that was terrible. That was like one of the worst interviews in the history of ever. Yeah, uh, I'll go the Ollie North route. I I do not recall. Mm, mm. (laughs) He got that from Ronald Reagan. No, Ronald Reagan was, yeah. He was the original. Yeah, he was. All right, man. Well, thank you for calling in. Happy Friday the 13th. All right, guys. Good talking with y'all. Y'all, uh, y'all have a good night. All right. Yeah, you See too. You. Make sure you throw some ice on that. Yes. See ya. <laughs> throw some ice on he that. He sounded like he had ice in there. He had like a Yeti full of something. <laughs> Good lord! Now we got four people just listening to the show. And no, what, no, one of them's gonna have to. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to. I'm gonna pick up one of your calls randomly, and you're gonna have to answer and uh, and talk yeah, to we're us. We're getting to the end of the show, aren't we? We are. We are. We're getting to the end of the show. Where are we at? We're at like, yeah, we're right at about two hours. We're at about two hours. This was the Halloween, not the Halloween. Jesus Christ, John. This is the Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Shit posting episode, except we did it with the listeners. We did a call in show. Feel like pure shit. Just want Blaine on the line. Yeah. See, but Jack, you think that was a shit post? I mean, it seemed like a shit post. I knew, I know it was real. But it was like, it was like shit post, but real. There was, it was, yeah, there was no way that could have been a shit post. Like, in, unless it was the greatest shit post of all time, which, I mean, wasn't. I mean, you know. even if it wasn't, it definitely was. You don't know that, right? Yeah, you don't know that it wasn't not real. I mean, I can't prove them wrong. I can't prove anything about that story whatsoever other than it was awesome. <laughs> no, was he actually glorious. had me. He actually he actually asked me at one point um, a few months ago. Because he's still around. He's in your chat too, Reinhardt. Um, and... A dog bot, I believe you were making him like an Avi or something at one point too. Well, uh, he wanted a really nice one, and he had only sent the show fourteen dollars and eighty eight cents. Right. Yeah. You know, so it, our it, cost when, money. I, when I when I'm done with a couple of the commissions that are actually paying decent cash, uh, I will get around to drawing very poorly a uh, jack of hearts form. You don't have to do the very poorly part you could have just done it well not very poorly just not like i mean it's, I, I know i know i get a 14 dollar and 88 cent that's a doodle that's okay, a quick doodle yeah. all right all right all right all right Oof. all right um but that's not what i was saying what i was what i was, was saying was he's still around and um he asked he? me if i still had the audio of that so i isolated it for him and i sent it to him because he I guess he had somebody who was involved with the story that needed his entire version of it, and it was easier to just have him retell it with the MP3. So I listened to the whole thing again, and I was like, wow, I, I can't believe I was there the first time. 
That was a crazy story. Even for the paranormies, that story was really messed up. Yeah. I was, was exploring was a graveyard. You were. You were exploring a graveyard. Yep. All right. Well. With the giant Confederate pyramid. It was like, it's pretty crazy. Oh, that's right. That's right. There was that, that too. It's really weird. Yeah. The pyramids in the Confederate graveyard in the South. Um, we do have a bunch of emails and we promised to do an email show one of these days, but, uh, I forgot about these. We got, um, we got a $20 donation from Moose. I don't know if I mentioned that. He sent 20 bucks a couple weeks, about a week ago or whatever. I forgot about that. And we got a Bitcoin donation, a nice Bitcoin donation. I'd like to thank whoever the anonymous Bitcoin donator was. We appreciate that. Uh, Bitcoin's doing a thing today, so hey, appreciate the donations, everybody. It's going towards equipment, so we're going to be doing more Paranormies stuff. Can't wait. Yes. Does that mean we're going to be doing, are are we going to be doing more on-the-scene locations now? Yes, we're going to be more more on-location type stuff. Uh, I already have... I have a GoPro. I want to get like a like a decent camera. Maybe we get a, a good camera, and we'll do some do some filming of things. Yeah, I'd like to do some of that while I'm up here. I'd like to you know at least get out in the woods and see what I can find in regards to Bigfoot slash Nephilim. Out there. I need to go with Reinhardt because buddy system. Right. Well, isn't buddy system how the four one one always happens? Well, yeah, we'll we just won't make sure to never turn clothing. around. Yeah, we'll make sure to never turn around from each other. Always, you know, always be like strapped to each other with like bungee cords or. You should tie like each that. other to each other's 550 back. Cord. Yes. 550 cord is the way to go. Yep. Just paracord each other to each other. Yep. Yep. And we're yeah. not going to have any distance in between us. We're actually just going to be back to back and just walk simultaneously, always facing I mean, front or back. You'll have clothing oh. in between. No, we'll have you like that one sci-fi movie where the with the two prisoners that are connected with the, uh, the, the human, handcuffs and they have centipede? the things around their necks. It, no, they have the the collars around their necks that if they go past oh. a certain perimeter point, the heads explode. Oh, I thought you were talking about Human Centipede. No. Okay. No, I've never seen that. Okay, I've seen Human. Ce- I've seen enough clips from it, and I've seen Human Centipede from South Park. Oh, I was gonna say. So yeah. I I get. I get the basic gist of what the movie's about. Don't need to see it. All right. Yeah, pretty much. You don't need to see it either. It's not. It's gross. Yeah, no. Um, but no, yes, Jack and I definitely should do a uh, on-location Bigfoot hunt Okay. out here. Okay. There's also some standing stones and, uh, and druid circles out here. I'm told that some of them are actually practicing people and not just edgy fatties. So uh, maybe we can go out and see what kind of weird stuff these people are into. Hmm. Hey, instead of a call-in, we got an email. You want me to read this real quick before we go? Or Sure. Is, you know what? This is actually seems like a um, campfire thing. Oh, is it? Uh, nope. It was somebody in our chat, actually. Justin in our chat mm-hmm. sent it and tagged us. And uh, Jack and I have been talking to him. Okay. So you're going to do it on the on the show? We're going to get that scheduled, and we'll have it out. So I won't read that then. All right. Cool. So, yeah, just pretend I didn't say that and uh, listen to the Around the Campfire when it comes out. 
Soon TM. Soon TM, yes. Uh, yes. Coming up this week, we have a, another Nationalist Inquirer. And on Friday, or next for the next weekend show, we have an actual topical show. We couldn't help it. It was Friday the 13th. You guys can't, you know, like tradition is tradition is tradition. So. Yeah, we have to hold to it. And I mean, honestly, over 38 minutes of ship posting is just way too fun. Right. And we're, we, we've gone above and beyond and we've included the audience. We've broken down the fourth wall and included the audience. Class participation is always a fun time. Mm-hmm. It really is. And we really appreciate everybody who called in, and we will be doing it again sometime soon, TM. But Even Goy Division. It, especially Goy Division. Dog bot, come on. That's mean. Also, also, I've been reading through the, uh, the show email and looking on the website and TRS. Thank you guys for your comments. We really appreciate it. Um, we've gotten some really good feedback and just awesome uh, little pieces of information that we may have missed or different things to look into further so thank you guys very much for leaving your comments for free at paranormies.com and also paying trs ten dollars to get a paywall subscription to leave comments on our free show there um <laughs> but mostly thank you for leaving them for free at paranormies.com. Oh, yeah, absolutely yes thank you for leaving them wherever you leave them especially at paranormies.com for free um, even the people that leave shitty comments, which we approve anyway, we're going to approve that one shitty comment guys, because I want everybody to see the shitty comments that people do leave us. And if there are any paranormies respecters in there, in the comments, I, I think maybe, you know, they would, might have something to say about shitty comments. Bullying is allowed and encouraged. Absolutely. Bullying builds character. Even if yes. they don't see it, it may be something that they take with them for the rest of our with, with the, for the rest of their lives. The speaking guy can't talk. Right. The pronunciation expert. This, That's yes, not the, pronunciation. That's just the yeah. The speakings are. I spot. I swallowed my own tongue. Oh. Okay. Oh. Gross. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, make sure you go to Telegram and check us out on Telegram. You know where to find us. It's all in the show notes down there. Buy our shirts at dissidentapparel.com slash allies slash paranormies. Uh, that's about it. We got a creepy pasta for you. Uh, maybe we'll do something Friday the 13th related, guys, maybe. I don't know. What do we got? We'll find something, right? Something. Something. All right. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. Anybody got anything you want to say on the way out the door? No, it was a great, it was a great night tonight. <laughs> Some really good callers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was a good time all around. Thank you, Based Mom, Southern Dingo. We appreciate seeing you guys. Absolutely. Yes, it was, it was nice meeting Based Mom. The other and, Eric, and, and Eric for doing the song on yes. such short notice. Yes, thank you, Eric. That was, that was funny. So you guys want to hear it one more time? One more time. All right, one, one more, more time. time. We're going to do it one more time. Where is the song? Let me turn it up, and there it is. I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. <laughs> I'm just Italian. What do you want from me? I kiss everybody. I mean, come on. I'm just Italian.
All right, all right, all right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you again, Eric. Thanks, the, I love it. Yes, for the self-deprecating song. <laughs> oh, boy. You kiss everybody. What do you want? <laughs> I kiss everybody. What do you want? I'm dying. What do you want? Yeah. Oh, boy. Homo Cuomo. <laughs> all right, uh, we're going to get out of here. Cuomo sexuality. Cuo- yes. Are you a Cuomo sexual? Because I'm not. <laughs> All right, we are actually. I can see Bond. All right, Does that mean we... you spread disease to to old people and can kill I... them? <laughs> Based? No. Uh, Day of the Pillow. <laughs> Speaking of Day of the Pillow, we got to talk about Day of the My Pillow on Tuesday. Yes, we yeah. will talk about Day of the My Pillow. All right. Well, you guys have yourselves a great weekend, and we'll see you on Tuesday and the Nationalist Inquirer later. Wait. Time travel makes you gay. I've always been an unlucky guy, as far back as I can remember. Whether it was broken bones as a kid, financial misfortune as an adult, or the fact that I am a complete romantic failure, I've just never been able to seem to catch a break in life. The one exception to this rule has been my career at sea. I've survived storms and gales that would terrify even the most hardened sailor. Twice my ship has sank, and twice I've washed up on distant shores with no memory of what happened. I don't know what to make of it, other than to say that maybe God put all of my luck into one basket when I was born. It's ironic, then, that I was chosen as the captain of one of the safest ships to have ever been built. Not that I'm complaining. In fact, just the other day, I inherited more money than I know what to do with, from some long-forgotten distant aunt who I never even knew existed. I met a girl this year, a nice girl, who seems to like me for me. I plan on proposing after I return from the maiden voyage of my ship. I don't know what finally turned my luck around. I like to think that maybe God finally decided that I don't need all that luck out at sea anymore, especially since I'm the captain of the safest ship on the ocean. Whatever it is, I'm not complaining. I mention all this to my girl and she seems to think otherwise. She begs me not to go out to sea again. Says that my recent fortunes are a sign that I'm not meant to be on the ocean anymore. I think she's more superstitious than us sailors are. I've told her that. No matter what she says, I'm going to set sail tomorrow. There's no need for luck now. After all, the Titanic is the safest ship ever built.